0: Hey, everybody. Thanks for tuning in today. Did you know there's a few different ways you can support us? We have a really cool Patreon page that has some great perks for contributing. Also, we have four sweet shirt designs currently up on our store Envy page. Both links will be in the description below. And no matter how you choose to support us, we are so grateful to have you on board. Enjoy the show. What is up, Holgamaniacs, and thank you for tuning in to another episode of Big Boys and Body Slams. We're so glad to have you aboard. My name is Zach. Over here, we have Luke. Well, you know something, Zach and Kyle, this show was bad.
1: And Kyle. I almost said Luke again. And Kyle. I'm, I'm Kyle. So nice. You got to say it twice, baby. <laughs> okay. Um, hey. we, we sold one shirt this week to <sighs> our main man, GQ, the big bad booty daddy, Greg. Uh, Greg, Greg, I know you're listening. Yeah, Greg Greg's is not
0: just a fan.
1: He's a super fan, and we love Greg. Greg has a piece of my heart. Dakota, Greg is coming for you for the number one fan spot. That's right. So True. Yeah. Fight hey, over hey. Fight over, best friend of the podcast. Ready to go. This is awesome. Like We're getting fans from all over the place, and we're getting uh, people voting all over for the... Best in the world, and Stone Cold Steve Austin won that. So congratulations to Stone Cold. Oh, damn! That was a really, really surprising result. That's... Yeah,
0: worth noting. Uh, our Best in the World tournament is complete, as Kyle mentioned. And Stone Cold Steve Austin, uh, kind of, I think, who the three of us had predicted, did run away with it. So there were some surprises. I did not think Randy Orton would beat Dusty Rhodes. That was kind of yeah. Big, uh... I was surprised by that, and then I was also surprised at just how far Triple H made it. Yes, yes, he was our biggest upset. Yeah. So. I, I do want to
2: apologize because I think I forced Zach's hand on this. We did get some backlash that uh, Andre the Giant was a sixteen seat, and uh, he he didn't deserve it. He no, deserved, that's not because he, of you. I, I was on he board. Deser- for he that.
1: deserved better. I was not on board with him being a sixteen, but that's all right. Yeah, no, yeah. No, 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 it's fine. We'll sit under the bus, Kyle. You just chill in the. Hey, I'm just saying. Seat. I'm just saying. When I'm right, I'm going to take my moment. That's mm. right. Okay. Well, today... um Oh, and you can find us on Google Play. Oh, yeah, yep, yep. You can find us on SoundCloud. You can find us on Apple Podcasts. Someday we're going to be back on YouTube. And maybe one day we'll be on Spotify, but those fuckers still don't like us. Well, you know what?
2: I'm
0: sure calling them fuckers is really going (laughs) to entice them to pick us up. Well, you never know. Yeah, you never know. So today on the on the program, Kyle decided he wanted to do Starcade. No, 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 no,
1: no, no, no. 1994.
0: I said, let's
1: do Starcade 1997 because I have the poster framed up, which is dope by the way. And I thought it'd be cool to have the the picture hanging up with a like a picture of the podcast, you know. But no, Zach wanted to see Hulk Hogan in the red and yellow, which I'll see Hulk Hogan whatever. And Zach goes, including nothing. Yes, exactly. There's a video of that. Hey, well okay zach wanted to do 1994 and the main event of 1994 is hulk hogan versus the legendary the superstar himself the butcher not abdullah no, not, not abdullah Ab- no, formerly, no,
0: formerly known as uh brutus the fucking barber beefcake. yes oh
1: also known as the disciple yeah Drew. and what was what was his booty gimmick booty man no yeah, uh, yes yes yes
0: man? yes the booty man True. So yeah, so I, I'm a glutton for punishment, so I decided that we are going to look at ni- Starcade 94. Uh, I feel like the early 90s is such an interesting time in professional wrestling because you have a lot of the old 80s stars who are kind of g- over the hill now. And it's not quite like the, the late 90s uh, kind of mold hasn't quite been broken yet. Like all those guys are just starting to come into their own. And it's very cartoony. Well, and just, oh,
2: for sure. Just culturally speaking, uh, like the early to, I mean, basically till 95, 96... Uh, it was just an 80s hangover yeah like it was just the 80s cheese you know continuing itself and that yeah and that cheese is all over the show oh with God. a bunch
1: of those 80s stars.
2: Oh I'd, it really is I'd also like to preface before we really get into it I'd like to preface that uh, started the show late last night At a few uh, ski slopes before, before the show got a, got a little intoxicated And
0: so these are my drunk thoughts right. And then I fell asleep before All right. the three, You know three we should do a drunk episode one of these On New Year's we should do a drunk oh episode my You know what you We'd know have
1: what, to edit it You know how <laughs> you guys could get a good drunk episode with video and everything How? Signing on the Patreon Patreon. That's right. Ooh. That's right. No, that's an idea. In time for St. Patrick's Day, maybe. Hey, there we'll, you go. We'll, we'll make a special here. If anybody signs up for Patreon, whatever tier it is, we will give you a drunk episode of whatever show you want. You guys all decide, yes. oh my yes. god.
0: That's right. Putting um, the stakes
1: up there. Let's do it.
0: Should we get into Starcade 94, fellas? Oh, I unfortunately have to
1: live through it again. Hold on. Uh, Okay, no, we're good.
0: So Starcade '94 opens with uh, potentially my favorite video package I've ever seen in my entire life. This thing was jaw-dropping. It was everything early '90s that I've ever wanted in one, with a perfectly little wrapped bow on it. The music, the narration, the graphics—everything was just, just watch it. It's a work of art. If Jim Duggan, it, chairman of the board. This might have been my favorite thing from this show. <laughs> it was either this or Heenan? One of the two. Oh no, Heenan's by Heenan, far the best part of the show oh and uh aaron tippen also <laughs> oh yeah yeah aaron tippen makes they're, an appearance in in yeah. so after the there's a video package essentially and, and just mr. T, the card.
2: mr t has a ref stripe do rag yes. oh, we'll get there <laughs> yeah uh, uh and honky tonk didn't get edited out of that video package
0: no they're actually still actively um and we'll get into it later but they were active, actively still mentioning his name and talking about him in the video package as well uh because that was still at that point, they were making it out to seem like that was the planned match. I don't know exactly what went down. I know Kyle did a little bit of research I on it. Left
1: uh, a few days before. Yeah, over, I think a contract dispute, and wow. he left, and they they still kept him.
0: Yeah, and uh, That's some honky tonk bullshit. They, ne- uh, they never really gave an excuse as to why he wasn't there. We'll, we'll get into that yeah. when that match starts. Um, so after the video package, we get introduced to our broadcast team, which is of course going to be Tony Schiavone and, and Bobby the Brain Heenan. Or
1: I gotta say or right the now, yes, I gotta say right now, these two were great. All show. Oh yeah, Tony Tony Shavani plays the face really well in this show.
0: They had this f- super fun dynamic with each other the whole time, where Heenan Heenan was the Jr. character, but before Jr. and much better than Jr. Heenan was <laughs> or, I'm the king. Waller. I'm sorry, yeah. Uh, he had that just obnoxious, like grating uh, personality. He shit talked every face yes. on the show. So
2: I'm literally I'm literally gonna say this multiple times throughout the show. Um. After watching this, and I th- felt this way before, Bobby the Brain Hanen is the greatest color commentator in wrestling history. And to me, and to me, there's no question because Lawler needed Jr. Brain. He was with Gorilla. He was with Tony Schiavone. He was with whoever the hell you put him with, and he was magic.
1: Can, can I also like I agree with you, but okay. can I also say I think Tony Schiavone is like criminally underrated. I, I think, think we're just I Schiavone's think we're, great. Yeah, yeah. I think I think. You and know, his mullet was money just listening to him talk i thought he did a really really good job of kind of being the buffer because he didn't because kind of getting out of control kind of like king does <laughs> and mm-hmm. and shivani did a really good like jr of being like all right you know settle down over yeah, here. yeah. a lot of times i'd imagine uh, when he would just say outlandish
2: shit uh gorilla just being like would you stop <laughs>
1: and and Heenan was just on one this whole show, and I see why. He
2: was just rattling. Dude, I don't know how some of that stuff was coming out of his head. He was just rattling stuff. And well, yeah. I
1: didn't get all of it, but I got quite a I few of I got Heenan a couple quotes. things. Yeah. Um, but then, after our brilliant video package, who do we get introduced to? Ooh, ooh, ooh.
2: I do have one Heenan line oh. to start with. You okay, ready? yep. So they're in Nashville, Tennessee, and Heenan says... I looked out back, and I've never seen so many pickup trucks. There's 12,000 pickup trucks. There's three mules out back and an old, dirty-looking bloodhound. And people were... Be- so, like, in the beginning, uh, they were talking over the, the arena. So, like, they had mics in their hands, and everyone in the crowd could hear it. And they showered the brain
1: with booze.
0: <laughs> yeah, Showered yeah. him.
1: But then we get introduced to our first big superstar of the
0: night, Santa, Santa Claus, Claus, who is uh, kind of just sitting in the crowd, <laughs> just walking yeah, he's, yeah, he's just handing out popcorn. Yeah, his kinda, beard is half off, he's, hanging off. He's, he's it's like the it's a drunken mall Santa that wandered into this auditorium for this show. And then directly after the Santa sighting, we get the national anthem sung by Nashville's own Aaron, Aaron Tippin. Tippin, and uh, his
1: mustache was phenomenal. It was Jeff Foxworthy mullet. Ass.
2: His, but he was OG, oh, gee dude, that that screamed holy 1994 to it me it did and i would like to say this is a true story i saw aaron tippen at uh our county fair a couple years ago oh really yeah he was what, he was, was he good yeah oh yeah he was good and he was cool i got to meet him too this part nice. of the did you, dude, did, did, you did you
0: ask you him about stargate 94
1: god i wish <laughs> i god i wish all right
0: well let's actually get into some wrestling stuff no no oh i have boy we're not done yet okay Because after Aaron Tippin sang the National Anthem, uh, we got to see Macho Man uh, from last week backstage saying that he's either going to shake Hulk Hogan's hand or smack his face all the way around. Uh, And then after that... And, and Heenan wants to see Macho Man
2: slap everyone in the face. Yeah, the Heenan. Way. Yeah, Heenan he's also wants ripping to up magazines because he don't was, give
1: any shit. I was gonna say uh, they they said Hogan was the PWI most popular or best wrestler yeah. of the year or whatever.
0: Yeah. And uh, Heenan like looks at the magazine and just starts ripping it up. <laughs> yeah. And then we actually do get to cut to the award ceremony, which I hope you like this uh, because it <laughs> happen several more times to the evening where it's basically just Hogan giving an acceptance speech on the award, and then
2: and then Hogan literally the first time I've ever heard him not scream. and any sort of promo
0: right and then after that about 11 or 12 minutes into this we finally get a wrestling match and we are going to start off with vader uh, accompanied by harley race versus hacksaw jim duggan for the united states championship and of course hacksaw is the current champion
1: before you start talking about this match i gotta say jim duggan is in the best shape of his career oh my god he is he beautiful tan he looks great ripped he does. He does. He he
0: looks he looks Duggan esque here. Um,
2: both of the, no, and and Vader's music is lame. I like the WWF music a lot. Oh better. yeah. Also, uh, I wish Vader was wearing his mastodon mask like he, he was early WCW, but
0: he wore it out. <laughs> what? Yeah, but it got when he got taken down, he got hit no, off. No, no, of no, no, no.
2: That's his normal. Like, oh oh. No, I'm talking about
0: oh. like, he wore like
2: that big ass oh, metal yeah, mask like that, the like, steamed, that like AOP style mask, And right. then and then Duggan's music. Was, sorry. was what like?
0: like that old American yeah
2: jesus dude
0: the music throughout this night is yeah uh the there wasn't i don't know if there's one good entrance song throughout this whole show uh we'll get to it so they fight outside before the bell even rings uh, Duggan takes out Vader after they kind of try and Vader and race try to get the early offense in but Duggan gets the upper hand he ends up taking race down and beating him up and then they brawl outside for a little while more this is when Vader's art mask is already off at this point point. Yeah, 0.5 seconds in comes yeah, before the bell even rings uh, Vader gets sent into the barricade they finally get back into the ring there's some turnbuckle strikes to Vader uh, by Duggan Then there's a clothesline to Vader and he goes out of the ring big boy style look good uh, Duggan crossbody for a near fall then there's a scoop slam and an elbow for Duggan for another near fall and then a clothesline for another near fall fall and then there's vader gets some strikes in after getting an eye poke get some good he- classic heel heat there uh Duggan's ears gets boxed which i just love that you don't see that very often. i was
1: gonna say it was super cool seeing uh the the ear box thing that's a vader signature yep, yeah yeah it was just it's just something that is kind of forgotten in the world of wrestling
0: when my dad and i used to uh wrestle play wrestle when i was a kid that was always one of my dad's signature moves was the vader ear box Nice. Ouch. I didn't, that, I didn't that, care for it. That shit hurts. And then his—he always used the mandible claw as the finisher, but with socko and I, I hated that. Nice. Anyways, uh, so uh CPS. <laughs> it was all—it was all consensual. It was I all for used socko and my brother oh, once. Genius. He let me get the pinfall a lot of times. Yep. So he was a good booker. Yep. No worries there. My brother's the same way. yeah And then there's uh, Vader gets some more. Oh, I already read that. Uh, the ear boxing, and then Duggan gets a clothesline, and then he gets his foot on the ropes on the near fall attempt. Uh, and then, uh, Duggan misses an elbow drop and then Vader clotheslines him outside, uh, similar to what happened earlier, but the other way around. Uh, then he eats an elbow as he re-enters the ring, uh, kind of some good smart tactical work by Vader, kind of letting him regain himself. And of course he has the upper hand when he rolls into the ring, drops a little, little elbow on him after that. Uh, and then Vader gets up top at this point and actually misses a moonsault. Uh, and then both men are a down sick, after this for a that while. That be beautiful, Moon big boy moonsault. That's right. Uh, and both men are down at this point for a little bit. Duggan hits a clothesline after Vader after a Vader corner splash, and then another clothesline. And then uh, Race breaks up the pinfall attempt though. Some uh, dirty playing going on there. And there's a slam uh, by Duggan, kind of off the top. So like it looked like Vader was going for a move off the top rope, and then Duggan kind of caught him and hit him with a power slam. That was pretty which, interesting.
2: Which, by the way, is way more believable than Doug Furness. Hashtag fuck Doug Wow. Well, Hashtag FTF.
1: Let's just talk FDF. ill of the dead, huh?
2: Yeah. No, so, I'm, so. I'm, I'm sorry, Doug. Yeah, wow. Love you.
0: Uh, <laughs> it's okay. And then, uh, so, then there's, the, after that slam off the top, they can't get the pin uh, because of Harley Race gets involved again, distracts the ref. Uh, Duggan gets sent in. So, at this point, Duggan gets Irish whipped. Race is on the apron somehow with Duggan's two by four. Uh, Duggan runs into it uh, and then he hits a Vader hits a wheelbarrow slam Wheelbarrow face buster I had to look it up Oh sorry wheelbarrow. I knew it was a wheelbarrow something and a wheelbarrow face buster uh, and that's Gets the win Also there was a Vader bomb I think I forgot to mention Earlier in the match But there was Yes a, there was A kind of a Delayed pin Because Let's the both down. men Were so injured uh, Overall uh, Oh yeah Vader got the win I just said that But overall I thought this was A pretty decent match I ended up giving it 2.5 stars uh, For two big Lumbering men This was actually Quite an entertaining uh, Opening match um, This was easily
1: Easily Easily The best match of the night um, These two guys They worked well together mm. I think Um <laughs> <laughs> I, I know Zach doesn't really think so, but for big guys they moved really well and I gave it three stars I was really entertained throughout this whole match and that's something I couldn't really say much during the show All right, and
2: I continue with when I watch this shit by myself r- Rating stuff more higher than the other two not much though three and a quarter three and a quarter stars I loved this. I absolutely love this. There are some stuff in the play-by-play that you missed sir What's and that? I can't believe that you missed dick trauma but oh, there was I one it point. Down, there was one point, Vader went up to the top God, and went to it. went to do a Vader bomb, and right in front of fucking and you didn't mention who the referee was either. It was Nick Patrick and Nicholas apparently Patrick. and apparently drunk me. Hates Nick Patrick. Oh, uh, so he, he was very incompetent. He looks like such a goon here, by the way. Like a mullet, gross mustache. He looks so much like Danny McBride. Yeah. <laughs> he does. Yeah, he does. <laughs> two two straight dick kicks while right. while Vayner's. Like right in front of that. right in front of Nick. And he just gets distracted all the time. Nick um,
0: Patrick let almost anything <laughs> slide in the show. Anything.
2: You also uh miss Jim Duncan screaming at the cameraman. Get out of my oh, way. Right. <laughs> and uh then there's a couple of Bobby the Brain Heenan quotes. Can I, can the, I get those I want to hear Please, please, hear the quotes. please. please. Um, just, just like just the simple heel stuff that Bobby did. Like, come on, Commissioner Bockwinkle. You can't just let Jim Duggan running wild in Nashville with a two by four. That, was, that wasn't that funny. But like the way he says Nashville is pretty, pretty funny. And uh, oh, Nick Patrick is blind. It runs in the family. Hashtag fuck Nick Patrick.
1: <laughs> What'd you give it?
0: Oh, I like gave it three, three, three and a quarter. Three and a quarter. I, I really loved it. Fair enough. Yep. Shall we move on? Oh, so after that match, oh, pa- Nick Patrick has a limp wrist count. He he does this weird thing where he like slides on the ground, does like a pose, and yeah, and he like f- he like flops his. It's really he like flops his wrist. It's really strange. It's it's limp wrist. I've noticed it before, but
2: it just really bugged me <laughs> on the show for some reason. And of course, Jim Duggan got a classic USA chant going.
1: Can't oh, of course, right at the start of the match, right? Mm. Which okay. makes a lot of sense yeah. when you're facing another USA guy.
0: Don't worry about it, man. It was the early 90s. Oh, Kyle. Don't talk ill of the dead, Kyle. Yeah. What? <laughs> Moving on. Uh, so after that, Mean Gene interviews the three faces of fear backstage, which is this... <laughs> <laughs> this is awful. <laughs> Which is this big, like they're pushing the three faces of fear as, like this evil dominant faction, and the- and this locker room in Nashville is like just a gross, musty looking locker room. It's like a strip room. club. And then room. in the back, yes, yes,
2: in the back, in the back, there's like salon mirrors <laughs> with the with the round bulb lights up on top of them. It is like a strip club locker what room.
0: Is, there was also one later on one of the promos where like I don't know what happened, but they cut to Mean Gene, and he was like. <laughs> stuff just got wild back here did you guys hear that yes i don't remember what cutaway it was for but it was so weird so you got the three faces of fear yeah so three faces of fear which which are get ready for this kevin sullivan <laughs> the butcher which mm-hmm. is Bruce beefcake an avalanche which is earthquake my right. three favorite guys. And you should you should also mention that the butcher
2: is holding a styrofoam tombstone, maybe a wooden tombstone. Yeah, this is rest in agony, says, Hulk Hogan on it. This is Hulkamania. Yeah. Oh yeah. And everyone involved this entire
0: promo looks highly uncomfortable. Everyone a- and involved. And they're all screaming. Everyone. Yeah, so essentially they're just like running through like, What's your match tonight? What's your match tonight? Well, and then they get to Avalanche and he doesn't even need a mic St- because he is screaming at the top of his lungs how he's going to take out Sting. And then he starts jumping around like a baby. And then my favorite part sting! is they cut to Kevin Sullivan. Sting! And he's trying to cut a promo on uh, Mr. T, who he's wrestling tonight. Sting! But Avalanche won't shut up. On the other side, and he's just screaming about Sting. What the fuck? Oh, Oh, okay. And, and
1: Avalanche was jumping up and down. Like a while, baby. While screaming Sting. A quote that I had to, I had to stop And write this down <laughs> okay,
2: like With the butcher Because I think the butcher Was who let it off And did the first little promo <laughs> I'm sorry He's already laughing I'm just remembering How drunk me I thought this was <laughs> okay. Fucking hilarious Oh, Hogan, you're in for some pain. I came here to fight. And fight, I will. And you're gonna know that you've been in a fight tonight when you're done with this match. Ha 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 His fake
1: laugh is terrible.
2: No. And then and then, and then Gene then Gene's like, You're scary, but you're very scary. And then
0: moved on. I feel like He's, any he's any sold the hell out of it. Any aspiring like wrestler or actor or performing artist, if you want to to see a perfect example of how not to act, watch this segment.
2: Also watch Kevin Sullivan's face as he's saying, you're going to know you've been in a fight tonight when you're done with this
0: match. What was <laughs> the, like, not to get too off track, but what was the appeal of Kevin Sullivan?
1: Can anybody tell me? He was, a, he was me? a
0: booker. He was a good booker. Yeah,
1: he booked himself in these matches. He respects he you, He was booker awful. Man. Yeah, he's not good. He's
0: terrible. He can't cut a promo. He can't wrestle. He's a criminal. Stop. <laughs> what? Uh, let's move on. Uh, up next, we had Jean-Paul Levec, who you might know as a very young, fresh-faced Triple H, versus Alex Wright. Uh, okay, question right off the bat. Whatever happened to Alex Wright? Who is this? He pelvic-thrusted his way out of the fucking business. Um, was- you
1: no, know, he stayed Alex Wright, but there was actually a picture going around on Twitter the other day of the the New Day Hanging out with Alex Wright backstage at show or something like really? that. Really, yeah. he's
0: still—if he wanted to, or if anybody wanted him—he he could still be wrestling. He was only 18 at the time. They said. Yeah, he's 94. super young. Uh, das Das Wunderkid. Yes, the Wunderkid, Germany's youngest oh, professional wrestling wrestler, wrestler yes. as he is announced on his way to the ring. Um, and he comes out like to. Straight, straight copy. It's house, like straight like club music. Yeah, like German house music. And
2: he is humping
0: the air. So he is going crazy. He comes in. He dances all the way down to the ramp. He goes up with top with very, with very tight tights. Does a backflip off the top turnbuckle and then does this like crazy dance
1: move in the ring. Okay, but before we start the match, I have a Heenan quote that I had to write down for this one, and I put stars around it. Let's hear it. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I hate country western music. Oh, it's all about a train or a dog or a cat. Or someone left them, or the dishes aren't clean and the bed's not made. (laughs) (laughs) And then another Bobby quote, as
2: as uh, Alex Wright is pelvic thrusting the air. Come on, this ain't Chippendales. Do I have to go down there and show him how to grind, how to get down? (laughs)
0: God dang So good. So start ring. with the match. Uh so right off the bat, Triple H sends right into the corner to begin the match. I said Triple H, but I I just wrote it down for Trips? For yeah. Levesque He's also, he's also got knee-high boots. Uh yeah, he's like this is his French dignitary gimmick stage. Uh uh much slimmer triple H, much less uh Steroids. Uh, <laughs> no, no, hard work, Kyle. I wasn't oh, going to go there, Thank but uh, yeah, much smaller, younger, fresh-faced uh, Triple H, but Levesque sends right into the corner, and then there's an arm drag, then both men, uh, at this point, they make a, a point to say both men are undefeated, by the way, so this is kind of a high-stakes affair a little bit here, Um and so there's a drop kick to Levesque and then a head scissors, uh, flying head scissors. And then right leapfrogs the ref and grabs and then gets in, not grabs, sorry, gets into Levesque's face a little bit. He uh,
2: leapfrogged. I don't know if I've ever
0: seen that. That was awesome. Yeah. And the ref wasn't like crouching down. He was like fully no, straight, standing up tall. He straight leapfrogged him for <laughs> just no reason. I'm here. And then he gets into Levesque's face. A lot of the guys just kind of staring each other down and kind of sizing each other up, which I thought was pretty interesting. Um. And there's a right armbar to Levesque and then another drop kick, uh, arm drag into an armbar and then a headlock countered into a right head scissors. Levesque gets uh, like a kind of leg lock in. Uh, he's kind of held his legs in like a painful looking position. Ow. Yeah, uh, I don't know what that was supposed to be, but you know. And lots of uh, technical exchanges kind of to start the match. I was actually kind of surprised at how much technical work Triple H, sorry, I keep calling Triple H. Uh, Dude, just call it. Triple H fine. was it's doing fine. in this match. Yeah. Uh, he was kind of doing some interesting technique-based things with Wright that I thought was actually pretty interesting. Um, very
2: very athletic, too. Just a lot of cool, like, cool random little spots here and there.
0: Yeah, yeah. Uh, and then, there, uh, Levesque ends up choking right here onto the ground, uh, not very dignitary of him. Is this where he just starts mauling the shit out of him? Yeah, so at this point, Levesque snaps. Uh, he stomps and strikes and chokes right out. He hits a spin kick, and then he starts mugging to the crowd. He does his little bow. There's a snap suplex for a near fall by Levesque, and then Levesque ducks a crossbody attempt, uh, which is really, uh, the the timing on that had to be really nice, and it was. Uh, Wright ends up rolling outside, uh, gets stomped for his troubles on the apron uh, to keep him out of the ring. Then there's a springboard sunset flip uh, but by Wright, but he can't complete... The motion to get him down for the pinfall. Uh, and then there's a scoop slam... By Levec for a near fall. And then a the headlock to right here for a, a long time, admittedly. It uh, he, was so long He starts fading, but then Levec, uh, he fights out. Levec gets a drop kick on him, gets him back into the headlock. And then there's a Levesque, uh, nice looking tilt or backbreaker by Levec, and then a the scoop slam, and then a the missed elbow by Levec. Both men are down at this point. Uh, right fights back up to his feet. There's a couple of European uppercuts, and then a spinning elbow, and then a hip toss for a near fall. There's a right body drop at this point. Both men are down again. Then there's a Levec uppercut, uppercut of his own, a European uppercut. And then there's a missed right moon salt and then he gets rolled up by Levesque and Levesque gets the win I kind of like this match I was surprised at how much I enjoyed Uh, 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 this match Levesque did not get the win I'm sorry right roll up for the win I'm sorry I'm sorry a victory roll yes uh and hands Jean-Paul Levesque his first loss uh I actually enjoyed this match a bit more than I thought I was going to um it felt like there was a lot of good work in the beginning and the end of this match the the middle did seem to uh Slow down a little bit, but I loved the beginning, how it was kind of a lot of Matt wrestling exchanges, and I loved the sequence when Levesque kind of first snapped and was getting into some of his, yeah. some of his uh, crazier offense. And then uh, it did slow down. I like the ending sequence a lot as well. I ended up giving it two point two five.
1: I gave it a two. I was, I was pretty bored throughout mm-hmm. most of the matches. Like Zach said, there were a couple decent spots. Um, you can see the Reign of Terror starting with all these rest holds. <laughs> and I, the crowd didn't care
0: the, I, it's worth noting that the crowd really didn't care about 90 percent of this card. The,
1: the crowd cared about two people this whole show sting well okay maybe three
0: hogan hogan and, and sting macho. and macho yeah that's really and it.
1: you know watching this match i'm thinking a lot of this match is taken away by the crowd not caring yeah i feel like if the crowd was pumped and like making it more important it might have been a little bit better on my scale but i was just bored i couldn't get into it there was no heat Meh, too i actually i also
2: gave it two. Dude, nice think? how do yeah. you yeah i mean i mean i put specifically here lots of rest holds cool spots every once in a while it was just i mean alex right did some cool flippy shit um and and i did like that little Triple H mauling him.
1: Yeah, that was my favorite there. part was when Triple H snapped. Or um, John Paul, JP. J- JPL? JPL. J-P-L. J-P-L.
2: <laughs> Damn it, why did it take me so long to realize that? <laughs>
1: but uh, during this,
2: also I enjoyed uh, Bobby Heenan referring to Alex Wright as first it was wonder kid and then he started calling him wonder punk for the rest (laughs) yeah that's right and uh he actually said i mean because obviously he's going to be for the heel here who is levec he said oh that john paul Levesque is going to be a superstar and then tony responds both of these men are and then brian or brian and then bobby responds if the wonder punk makes it and if that was not foreshadowing foreshadowing there god what a prophet
0: I know. RP. I know. Wright did last a very long time. Did he? Because I never really heard of him before
1: he, watching this. He was in a team with Disco Inferno for a little bit, wasn't he? Yeah. Oh, really? Yeah. He was probably around till 2000. Oh, okay. But yeah, it was, after that, it was, it was he was
0: in gone. WCW obscurity. Yeah, he, yeah And true. he never
1: like showed up in WWE or even TNA.
0: Oh, that well, I know of. Yeah, not that I remember seeing. Um, yeah, so that was that match. Up next, we get Honky Tonk Man versus Johnny B. Bad For This is for the television title, who uh, the championship is currently on, uh, Johnny B. Bad. Honky Tonk um, Man's, hey. Man's music starts, but no Honky Tonk Man. Honky Tonk Man's music stops. Arn Anderson's music starts. Here comes Arn Anderson. With Colonel Rob Parker and Meng. And Meng, yeah. Uh, and so that's the match. And they gave no explanation why Honky Tonk Man wasn't here. Bobby the Brain Heaton was like... He acted like he didn't know. This is supposed to be Honky Tonk Man. <laughs> yeah. Why is Arn Anderson here? I feel like they had time to do something and they just they just took the lazy way out and they're like just play his music oh we already did the fucking video package (laughs) maybe he'll show up i don't know this was it was bizarre (sighs) this was maybe he'll show up (laughs) i don't know what their plan was here because it was so it was so weird i imagine how confused the the live audience must have been just be like uh what what's going on uh and so I actually thank you to friend of
2: the podcast Dakota. He shared something on Facebook recently of, of uh, some mang slash haku stories, and I mean we've all heard about some of it. Oh, a lot but of them. Oh yeah. my god! Every time I look at him now, he like I can tell that he's just a softie. But why would anyone pick a fight with friend fighting? of the
0: podcast Mang? I think haku. he I think he's a softy
2: until you get on to his bad side. King Tonga. Yep. Yeah, I mean, yeah, obviously. And then he bites your nose slash ear slash any
1: extremity, or breaks off. your jaw with your his bare hand. Just like he oh grabs it and crushes it. Oh
2: yeah. my god.
0: So we got to talk about this match, guys. And uh, then Johnny
2: B. B. We're going to talk about Johnny B. Bad coming out. Oh, he's Johnny Mark B.,
0: Johnny B. Bad, who's Mark Marrow. It is so strange, and I remember this gimmick a bit as a kid. Uh, but it was so strange to see him in this like over the top uh gimmick. This for this, me.
1: This was Mark Merrill before his wife was stolen by Brock Lesnar. <laughs>
0: uh yeah uh this is happy happy but to see him if you look at him in like brawl for all era wwf he is as dull as a fence (laughs) and here i mean they really didn't give him a gimmick here he actually has a character and he actually seems into it it's so weird to see and of course he's trying to be the uh not james brown no little Little richard Richard. okay Uh, so so this is a white man they got really 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 over tanned
2: yes to to portray a, there very, is a, a very there. black man no I, no he does look like
1: little Richard but not this is this is a white dude so I never liked Mark Marrow. But I could see myself digging this character. Yes. Because I he was, like, like, he he was, was over. He was entertaining. He was over his shit. But then, I thought this match was going to be good. But uh, boy, was I wrong. Oh, and
2: uh, he comes out with confetti guns.
1: Yeah, and he's shooting confetti. And of course, there's those some are bad called, bucks. Those are called bad blasters, just in case Oh, and guys. they shoot bad bad bucks. This was a cool gimmick. I'll give him, other than the shitty tan. Like, and he this seemed was a invested cool... in it. Yeah.
0: Which is so the opposite of everything he did and, in WWF. And confetti is
1: falling on the hard cam and getting away the shot. He oh. thought that was hilarious, shit, by shit the way. Shit is just a mess, from hold, the get go here Hold on I had to say You said something That he wasn't invested in Yeah Kind of like Sable And that's why she left him For Brock Lesnar
2: <laughs> Oh God Oh um Oh okay Probably the most offensive Heenan line In yeah, this let's, whole let's show And I don't know If you guys heard it But oh my god What was it <laughs> I can't remember Why he said it But he literally said said they should have bombed here instead of Hiroshima Oh I heard
0: that They said I they, wrote they that should down, have bombed like, Nashville
2: instead of Hiroshima They oh. could rebuild in a half hour So here's the thing He had to, he actually <laughs> had to repeat it too Because yeah, yeah, like, body was like what did you just to- say Tony's like what And, and I thought like, he would just be like nothing nothing." No he was like they should have bombed here Instead of Hiroshima Because they'd be, to be able to rebuild it in an hour I or, heard that. a half yeah, hour I, I'm
0: glad you wrote that down I, I was like Luke better have written that one Because that was great Good god um, I guess we gotta talk about this match So Here's the thing. I'm gonna get this out of the way right off the bat. There, there. This was a sound wrestling match. There were no botches. Everything, everything that happened in the match was executed well. Oh, okay. Uh, everything was executed right, but it was just so boring.
1: Yeah, it, it, it was. It was. They, they, they didn't botch stuff, but
0: it was just boring. To quote Johnny, "It was bad." To be fair, okay. I mean. This was a match they probably didn't have that much time to prepare for. Not saying that it excuses how dull this yeah, match Yeah, you're was. right.
2: Him and Honky probably would have had some fucking real chemistry. <laughs> it would have been a five-star God. match. Yeah. You,
0: should, you should just hit the highlights. Uh, yeah, so let's get into it. So. Uh, okay, it's over. Anderson knocks oh. down Johnny right in the beginning. They face off, and there's a weird shot from Meng's sunglasses at ringside where you can see the guys in the ring. It looks like a Terminator. That was like definitely like a recent art school grad who was like, watch this and he put the camera there yeah uh and then arn seats uh bad on the top rope but then nothing happens and then he does it again and nothing happens again i know i was so confused <laughs> like what are you what's the point Yeah, everything of that?
2: executed perfectly
0: i mean it, it wasn't a botch it, no, just, it wasn't nothing a botch. He just sat him there yeah uh, mm-hmm. there's an arm drag drop kick combo by bad which sends arn outside and then uh there's an arn spine buster but he can't get the pin because he was just he was just so worn down from all of the high-octane offense Johnny B. Bad was giving him this match. He just couldn't get the pin from the Spine Buster. Did anyone else have an issue with that? This was That like the five Spine minutes. Buster didn't put him away? No, that he couldn't what? get the pinfall, because he acted like he was too hurt to get the pinfall after the Spine Buster. Yeah, yeah. I was- But 100%. there was like hardly any offense in the match. I- I thought it was really dumb. I, I was yelling at the TV. Uh, so Arn can't get the pin on there because he's just too injured. And then uh, Bad gets choked on the middle rope. And There's an abdominal stretch after that. And then he keeps grabbing the rope, Arn does, to get leverage. Some nice dirty heel work by Arn. Uh, there's an Arn near fall after uh, a punch to the gut uh, of Johnny B. Bad as he was laying on the ground. Uh I'm, so this is when I wrote down, this was a sound match, but it's just so boring. And then right as I was writing that down, a sleeper spot. Uh, there's a sleeper hold trying to be bad. Uh, then Arn gets gets put in one, but breaks out with a jawbreaker. There's a tilt-a-whirl head scissors to Arn, and then a backdrop to Arn as well. Big boot, and then a big knee um, to Arn. And then a top rote sunset flip for a near fall by bad. Arn gets uh, caught trying for a dirty pin, uh, which distracts the ref. And he starts arguing with the referee, which allows Johnny B. Bad to roll him up for the win. Another roll-up win. I didn't like this match. I gave it one point five. Wow,
1: I, I gave the match one point five as well. It was so boring. This whole time, we were getting ready. To, like I was like, I gotta finish this match before we go get food. And then I was like, God, I just want my chicken strips. <laughs> That's all I could think about. And another thing is, I respect Arn Anderson, but God, he's boring sometimes. He he. Uh, I think that's a chemistry thing.
0: But. Yeah, uh, I mean, I'm. It's not. I'm not a huge Arn Anderson, Mark or anything, but I respect that he was. He was a. Good, he is a good wrestler. Very he's good wrestler. He's a good wrestler, but he just doesn't do anything. He has no personality. There's no risk, or there's no. Dude, he's dad. He's just the dad. Yeah, uh, Luke. What did you think of the match? I gave it one
2: star. Oh actually. wow! Mm, yeah. Wow. Uh, it was just very slow and plodding. Never did it once grab my attention. I did notice that Johnny got some real pops though. Yeah. And. He did. uh also, uh, just some side commentary. We uh, we give you know Hulk Hogan is the first thing that comes to mind when you think of just terrible hair. Like uh, uh, old Hulk Hogan, I should say. Why the fuck aren't we calling out Arn Anderson?
0: What's wrong with Arn Anderson? He's just a bald what? Little guy.
2: No, he's not bald. Look at <laughs> no, what he, he's. Did you see what he tries to? So he's got like five hairs total on the top of his head, and he combs them over. Yeah, it's, it's just the classic, and he, and he spikes over. he spikes the front of it up, and then he combs oh, yeah. the five hairs over. It's brutal. It's very oh, bad. No. And Hogan's is worse.
1: And Hogan's no, is worse. Hogan's Come is on. not worse. Come on. A comb-over is the comb-over. Even, even Kevin Sullivan is not worse than this. Kevin Sullivan's hair was pretty bad, though. Yeah, but Arn's is
0: awful. I just don't like looking at Kevin Sullivan. They uh, should have so bombed this match instead of Hiroshima. Seriously. So after this, uh, the Nasty Boys get to win an award for best tag team. Uh, yeah. So back to the PWI uh, awards. I got a question. Yeah. Did PWI just give all their awards that
1: year to WCW so they could be featured on TV?
0: To be fair, they probably gave out like twenty awards, and this was probably the only ones that there, WCW there, won. There was like seven or eight because I went online and looked. But to be fair, WCW in '94 was like kind of the hot commodity. Like they were the up and comers. They were the. They just you know, got Hogan. I yeah. mean, I joke. mean, they yeah. just got.
1: So I see Hogan and Sting winning it, but you, there's got to be a team better than the Nasty Boys out there. Legion of Doom. Yeah. yeah. Road Warriors.
0: Do you guys ever say one bad thing about the Nasty Boys, putting this don't, podcast.
1: Hey, hey, hey. I I like the Nasty don't Boys. Don't you dare badmouth <laughs> the Nasty Boys in
0: front of me again. For what it's worth, for what it's worth, the Nasty Boys are a very underrated tag team. No, I I yes. they were one of the earliest teams I remember like being into like as a kid. I don't know why I was so into them, but I was like, yeah, they're gross. I like their nasty.
1: <laughs> Can I give you a nasty boys moment that i've thoroughly enjoyed but people probably shit on it all the time yes when they came in the tna and they trashed the dudley boys locker room
0: i don't even remember it that. was
1: so bad and it was so funny that i loved it and they had a brief little feud with the dudley boys and they're like a hundred years old <laughs> and it was just was, oh, that, it was, was that the hogan days it was like the first show that hogan and Bischoff came in when God. all these old stars
0: were like he just Bal left fucking
2: effects immediately yep. <laughs> yeah
0: his uh, stank so, up next, oh oh oh, Bobby the Brain Heenan. Yeah, let's hear it.
2: You know, giving the Nasty Boys the Tag Team of the Year award is like giving the Cindy Crawford Beauty Award to Roseanne Barr. <laughs> it just doesn't work for me. Yeah, that was good.
0: I'm glad you wrote down all these good. Uh, oh my God, Heenanisms. I missed. I missed quite a few of them, but he he just was just kept rattling them just off like one liners like crazy. Uh, so up next, we do get a Nasty Boys match, and it is the Nasty Boys versus the Harlem Heat, which on. Paper should have been a better match than what we got. Yes. Of course, the Harlem Heat are accompanied to the ring by it's not Sister, sensational. Sister, Sister Sherry. Sherry. Uh, and I will say right off the bat, one of my favorite things in this match was how much shit the Harlem Heat were giving the Nashville crowd. At one point, they were outside the ring, like right as the match was you starting. Yeah, Booker said, "Shut the fuck up, you stupid rednecks." It, it, we definitely just that. edited that fuck in there, but um, I also have to say throughout this whole match, they belonged there. Though
1: Bobby Heenan just was falling head over heels for Sherry this whole match. Yes.
2: Also, I don't know, Zach, how. Are we really not going to mention the Nasty Boys theme? Are we not going to do that? I don't remember. So it was a snare. It was just a cheesy snare beat in the back. It was like. And then it's just the Nasty Boys yelling over the top of it We're the boys. We're the nasty boys. Oh, that's right. This was probably the best theme of the night. And, well, I mean, their WWF theme was still better, but God. I, you guys must not have.
0: I, I, it was terrible. The music was hard to hear for me because it was Where's so the like the mix was like boy. it was like um, it was like intentionally almost non-existent. Yes. I feel like it was and, so quiet. There was some camera problems. I don't know if you guys maybe you guys didn't see this. No, like there what? was like a flash of white on the yeah, screen. Yeah. yeah, I know. it Every once in a while, I think that was. I don't think that was anything. It looked too digital to be something that happened live. It was probably a problem with the tape that they have, yeah, where it got damaged or something, and so there's those kind of marks on it. And so, as the Nasty Boys are coming out singing
2: their own song, even though it's already being played over the loudspeakers, uh-huh. Tony Schiavone says, "Hey, they can sing too. I like that song. Yeah, sing in and quotes." Then, and then, and then Brain says. You must be tone deaf. Go buy yourself a miracle ear. <laughs> <laughs> um, it was good.
0: So yeah, we do get this match now. And then uh, it was at this moment that I realized hashtag Nick was back. OC ref in this match. Oh God. There's a lot of nonsense so I'm sure who was. Incompetence, yes. Uh, so there's a big brawl to start uh, and then eventually Sags and Booker T do start the match. There's a pump handle near fall after a delayed count. Uh, the ref was a little bit distracted. Uh, Booker gets outside <laughs> <Hashtag> to catch <laughs> his breath a little <laughs> bit and then there's some um, knees to Sags and the spinning forearm and an elbow by Booker for a near fall. Uh, big slams here by... Sags to Booker and then Knobs gets tagged in There's a double team to both of the Harlem Heat And then Ray gets sent outside and everyone's Kind of fighting outside for a while Booker T gets Destroyed with a clothesline Uh, Ray sends Nobs back outside Uh, They go back inside for just a brief moment And they're back outside Uh, Ray and Nobs are in Ray misses a leg drop and there's a clothesline to Ray and then he eats a bulldog and then Ray gets double teamed into the in the nasty Boys corner for a while and Sags comes back in Booker T comes back in Nobs comes In and there's a heat to Booker uh, and they Start targeting Booker's arm here uh, and then Sags does come back in. Lots of tags right here.
1: Well, also at one point, Bobby Heenan and myself are confused on who's legal.
0: Oh yeah. I I I'm I this especially when they kept going outside the ring and inside the ring and outside the ring. I couldn't keep track of who was the legal man. Well, if you couldn't keep track, you know damn well Nick Patrick couldn't. Oh yeah. Uh so Booker's arm's getting worked over some more here. Uh Booker drop there's a Booker drop kick that sends Sags out of the ring, and then Stevie attacks him. Uh, and they kind of work their way up the ramp, and then Stevie uh gets sends sags so sloppily into the barricade i don't know what he was trying for but he ended up just kind of like picking him up and like setting him down like he didn't slam him down he just kind of set him down on the barricade uh like on his belly that looks so bad (laughs) oh man uh sags eventually does make his way back in uh, Ray gets tagged in here There's a double team To Sags for a near fall Booker comes back in here Another rear chin lock Segment to Sags uh, Another tag back to Ray Big leg drop For a near fall At this point point. And then there's a, a Standing bear hug By Stevie Ray uh, And then Booker comes back in He sinks in his own bear hug Which is what you want And then uh, <laughs> Stevie comes back in No bear hug this time There's a double team Move to Sags Though Sags is Getting uh, getting beat up pretty bad at this point, and then he manages to get a clothesline. Booker sells his clothesline like he was shot out of a cannon. Oh, that was great! <laughs> he did like a he did like us nine hundred in the air. <laughs> like it was amazing. The cell job on that on that clothesline. Thank God for Booker T. I know, Sucker. and then Sags uh, gets a little bit more offense here. DDT is both of the Harlem Heat after they go for a move. Uh, there's a hot tag <laughs> to Knobs. I don't know what they were going for, but it didn't work for him. Uh, uh, there's a hot tag to Knobs. He takes care of both of the Harlem Heat. There's a messy spot where Sherry is like trying to get the aerosol spray out of her purse to spray Knobs. Uh, but like she was like struggling to get it out of her purse. So like Booker was trying to stall with like knobs. It, it looked so bad. It was horrible. And then, of course, Booker ends up getting sprayed with the aerosol can. Uh, but man, that was also, so messy. What what was in that? Hairspray, probably. Was that? Okay. That's what I was thinking. I was like, I couldn't really tell. Was like, is that yeah. shaving? Like, what's it's the, a spray. What the hell? Uh, so, yeah, Booker gets the spray after a terrible-looking sequence. And then Sherry comes in. There's a splash to Booker. She tries for a splash of her own, but misses, hits Booker T., and uh, gets disqualified, and uh, I guess the Nasty Boys win, and then after that, Sherry eats an armpit. No, 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 no. She gets taken to pity city, bro. Sorry. Sorry. Um, can I make a note about this match? Please. So
1: this match was for the number one contenders for the tag team titles? Yeah. But before the show, they taped episodes for of TV for after the show where Harlem Heat won the tag team titles. <laughs> so this makes absolutely no sense. Well, so the, I mean, so back, back then, though... It was like there was no internet to spoil things. There was, right, but it was right. in its no, I mean, I mean, Harlem. This was the number one contenders match. Harlem Heat loses. Oh, <laughs> I didn't even think about that. And so they're going to end up being the tag team champions. But, but technically.
2: I mean, if you're not counting when, like, when they aired stuff, they were champions coming into that number one contendership match, right. but they weren't wearing the belts and they lost. Uh, right, exactly. Yeah, that's what I'm that's, trying to I point didn't out. even
0: think about the loss. Actually, that's a really good point. Uh, I thought this was really bad. Uh, this was one of the slowest tag matches I think I've ever seen. Like, I don't know if it was a chemistry thing again, but th- none of these, like, this whole this whole show to me, like, nobody had chemistry with each other. This whole show, it felt like I was watching it at like three-quarter speed almost it
1: was it was not good uh, it was nasty all right I expected give way
0: it? more I gave it 1.75 uh wow. I expected more out of it I did not like this match um but I don't know it's always good to see the nasty boys in a way I gave it a two um
1: because I thought I mean Booker T had some good offense in a match Booker, yeah, Booker T always delivers no matter what even when he's working with slow guys like Triple H or the nasty boys and uh I kind of liked the ending sequence where Sherry goes to the top and the disqualification, and then they took her to the Pity City. I thought that was funny as shit. Pity
2: City. Okay. Luke, what did you think?
1: One and a quarter.
0: All right. Wow. It was.
1: It was. It was
2: bad, man. Yeah, I didn't. I didn't um, really find too much to enjoy. You know I, what? I did enjoy though. Like you said, Kyle. Uh, yeah. Bobby. Bobby was just swooning over Sherry the whole time, and he he tells Tony. <laughs> You know, if I didn't have eleven girlfriends, Sherry would be number one. <laughs> and, and he said, and "What Tony, did he say?" Like you and know, Tony's t- like Tony's like eleven girlfriends, and then Brain's like,
0: "It's the holidays, you know." And didn't he say he said something after that too? Like, "Don't worry, only ten of them are serious." Or no, something only like twelve that. of them. Oh, yeah. Only twelve
1: guys. Yeah. yeah. So I was looking through my my notes real quick, and I gotta take this match down from two. Okay. Um, I gotta go one point five. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, because because as I'm looking through my notes, I'm like, that was way better, and they're the same grade. It was trash. Yeah, yeah. And um. So, I want to get to the next part. Uh, so, Sting wins an
0: award backstage. With some crazy shades. Is this shades. the part you wanted
1: to get No, to? no, no. Some <laughs> I crazy got him, shades. It I was got, like
0: steampunk. Almost. Yes. He was like goggles he was wearing. We had a, um ad for
1: the WCW hotline of 1-900-909-9900. <laughs> which, which
0: you could clearly see at the top, but then they censored the one below. So, did as you call, we're sitting here. Did you Are you going to call the number right I'm gonna now? I'm going to call it right now. It's probably going to be a porn line.
1: Let's see. One, oh 1- <laughs> He wrote the number down.
2: This is some real, this is some real shit right now. The call you
1: are attempting to place is not allowed from this line. Bullshit, guys. Did, did you we, put a one in there? Probably, yeah, landline, I did. Probably landline only. Yeah, we can uh, not get a hold of the WCW hotline. Sorry, I tried. I was hoping it was going to be something funny. I rip, know, me too. Rip, but um, I was hoping it'd be a recording of "Where the Boys," We're the
0: Next." So St- okay. So yeah, Sting wins an award. Good for Sting. He won uh, most popular. Uh, which what's which the aren't they all? Win? Aren't what they all? He won win? best wrestler, but aren't they all voted on by the fans? Yeah. <laughs> so what's the boy? Point? Isn't that ass backwards? Uh, this, this
1: is the same thing with the NFL MVP and Offensive Player of the Year. Yeah it, it it's the same like, shit yeah. it's the same thing, so best wrestler and favorite wrestler to me that's the same thing, yeah oh, for sure because that, if you're, if you're going just the best wrestler in general, there's some guys in WWF yeah. that should have won this award yes, uh, and yes. if you and if this is going to be most popular, then yes, Hogan should be probably this probably should be his last run with this award, correct well, <laughs> maybe yes, maybe yeah. until like 2002, yeah just for that one year. Yeah, because he wasn't popular when he yeah. was bad. So, um, I mean, kind of, I, mean I don't know what you consider popular, but he was. I'm, a, I'm just kind of saying this is like Baby face of the year sure, type yeah. of sure. thing.
0: <clears throat> um, so, after we get that segment, he gets interviewed backstage. Does he say anything? Does he say anything of note, fellas?
1: Oh, Mean Gene says uh, something about how he got into the bubbly. <laughs> 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 mean Gene. No. Yeah, he, he was like, he was like, well, last time I was here or something like this, I got a little too much into the bubbly, if you know what I mean, Sting. Yeah, I, I was. like, "That is what he I said." I was like, "What the hell?" What he
2: <laughs> and if there's anything I can see, Mean Gene getting just hammered off of it's, it's definitely champagne. And oh yeah.
1: The the only other note of this interview was, I'm either a loser or a giant killer, and I'm gonna be a giant killer. Woo! What well, that was way too Ric Flair. Can you do a sting? Woo. Whoa, whoa, you whoa. got to get, <laughs> get more like... You gu- it's got to
0: be more like guttural.
1: All right. Like, woo! That, that was <laughs> that you. was good. But hey, now we're going to get
0: to maybe the best match of all time. Uh, Yeah, we get... Uh, I don't want to. <laughs> Kevin Sullivan versus Mr. T. This is one of the worst matches I've ever seen in my life. I'm not going to lie here. This might be the worst
1: male match. Wrestling match I've ever watched.
0: <laughs> this made me question if we should continue this podcast. Yeah. This made me question if because I like wrestling anymore. Th- think
1: about it right now. All right, we're th- think about all the matches we've watched on this podcast because we've seen some pretty damn ugly ones, like Tommy Dreamer and was it Davari or Great Khali? That was pretty bad. It was Davari with Daivari, Great Khali. Yes, yeah. that was bad. The only match that we have done that is worse than this is the, the is from the, episode two, and the, that was the, 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 the Major Guns, Major yeah. Guns and Stacy Keibler, wrestling. Yes.
0: Um. Am I am I wrong? You were not. I don't think so. This not was at all. this
1: was embarrassing. And to quite frankly, and to be fair, when Mister T was coming out, he looked good, and the crowd was into him. I mean, he had a, he was in all referee shit with a fucking
2: referee do rag with like scraped <laughs> off of his with head. like I mean, spandex He, tights like he on. was taking it serious though. You know? Oh, did he? Yeah. Other than I guess. his outfit, other than so, looking like a zebra, let's, and let's, also Kevin Sullivan. Yeah. I'm sorry. I. Just, I have to do a lot of this pregame stuff. Kevin Sullivan comes out. You guys probably didn't notice, but out of the corner of his mouth, he's just going, all right, all right, Like
0: at every like like, intervals, like, was that his thing? Was he supposed to have a tick or something? I literally, I literally put out of the corner of his mouth, like a Tourette's tick. Literally. I don't know. Was that something he always did? It caught me off guard. I mean, the
1: taskmaster never did that shit. Can can we get into this match? Because I just can't wait to read my quote at the end
0: yeah uh so God i will say this match probably damn. had my favorite spot of the night in it as funny as that's gonna sound uh so as the match is starting here comes santa claus like drunk walking his way down to the entrance ramp uh so mr t back into the ring mr t gets some headbutts and some corner strikes in and then he gets sent really sloppily outside uh and My favorite part of this entire match, Kevin Sullivan attempts to rip the referee sweatshirt off of Mr. T. He can't get it over his MMA gloves. So first he can't get it over his head. So he's like walking around with it like on his
1: neck. Like the thriller zombies.
0: And then it gets better. So he gets it off of his head, but then he can't get it off of his gloves. So he's just walking around with this sweatshirt so stupid i was laughing so hard uh and so there's pork and this is what i wrote down this is like a drunken barbecue fight like you'd see it like a middle-aged man's barbecue like they're just they're just spitting on each other and slapping each other outside it is so messy uh, and then at this point, Santa... Gets and Jimmy involved. Hart run out. Yes, yeah, Sa- Jimmy Hart comes out as well at this point. Uh, and Which makes you wonder why Santa didn't just come out with Jimmy Hart. But uh, you know, I don't know. Uh, and then at this point, uh, it, it's revealed that Santa is actually Kevin Sullivan's brother, Dave. Fucking, <laughs> and,
1: fucking Dave. And don't forget you know. that... Uh, that Jimmy gave Dave or Santa Dave
0: the micro the, 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 <laughs> the megaphone <laughs> and he puts it in his Santa sack and then while the ref is distracted he hits uh he hits Kevin Sullivan with the, the 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 bag and Mr. T gets the pinfall uh and that's the match
1: also one Bobby Heenan quote yeah when Mr. T was coming out he looks like a zebra with a beard
2: and then he says something that's mildly racist. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Where the, he says, the, the, obviously, he was standing
1: too close to the bars when they spray-painted the cell. Yeah, <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah. How did
0: I miss that? Yeah.
1: That was right in the beginning of the match. They Somebody needs to make a CD of just Bobby Heenan quotes. Oh, I would
0: love that. Oh, God. Um, so, I guess we have to rate this match. Uh, I mean, I'm giving it a zero, right? Thank God, God no, it was quick. Are we all giving this match a zero? No. I gave it half.
1: You give it a half a star? I gave it a half star, too. I wrote, half a star. What the fuck is this? And the only thing I've seen worse is the mud wrestling. Match.
0: I'll give it a half star just because I did get a I chuckle gave it
1: z- zero at the the mud. I,
0: I got I got a chuckle out of seeing Mister T with a stupid fucking sweatshirt around his wrists. <laughs> so I'll bump it up to a half star. Just the uh, and then Kevin
1: beats the shit out of Dave and pile drives him at the end. The worst pile driver and I've I'm, ever seen. I'm, in my I'm life. sitting here watching this, and I'm thinking. When people make fun of pro wrestling,
0: this is the kind of shit that they. Th- this look is what to. they
1: see. They don't see the Ric Flair, Shawn Michaels, "I love no. you" moment. They, they see. They see
0: <laughs> Kevin Sullivan pile driving
1: Santa Claus, and Kevin Sullivan not being able to rip off Mr. T's yeah. sweatshirt. This was
0: so. It's almost so bad. It's worth a watch.
1: I'm gonna be honest. I've seen better wrestling matches at Luke's dad's house. <laughs> True. During WrestleMania 30. True.
0: A.K.A. Ackerson Mania. This it was literally like a drunken brawl, like a barbecue, like you'd see it like a barbecue, or it's, like at a bar. Yeah, it was it was terrible. It wasn't entertain. Like it wasn't entertaining. It wasn't good. It was just so so. Eventually, uh, Kevin Sullivan beats up Dave. Pile drives him, and as he's leaving, Shivani's like really putting him over as like this maniac on the loose. Right. Hey. But like he doesn't he doesn't outside of going. Hey, he doesn't encapsulate <laughs> that like, at all. He's just like a bored southerner. Like he with, doesn't with with awful hair. Yeah, he doesn't encapsulate that like maniac character. Like, but he's a face of fear, Zach. Come on. But yeah, he's one of the faces of fear, so yeah, he gets that. Um, this is just brutal. I just
2: love that I just love that Jimmy Hart like Santa shows up, watches this match awkwardly. Jimmy Hart shows up with a megaphone, hands it to Santa. Santa doesn't just take the megaphone and hit Kevin, with they've it. got to put it in the sack. He has to put it in his fucking Santa sack so that it's gimmicked. I, I don't, I don't know. And then he has to thwack him
1: with it. Yeah, it this, was bad. This half star. Thank yeah. God it was quick. So after Thank this, God, that's the saving grace of that. Oh, that's seriously, the only reason it gets
0: half. Yeah. So, so after that, uh, Jimmy, poor Jimmy Hart, has to sprint back to the locker room, he and <laughs> because immediately after that, Hulk Hogan is interviewed by Mean Gene in the locker room area, and you could tell poor Jimmy was booking it because he's sweating like a pig at this be, point
1: before. The Hogan starts talking. He does this most awkward flex for the camera. Hogan, Yeah, he goes. You guys can't see what I'm doing, but he's doing like the Scott (laughs) Steiner thing Uh, where he just he with a pump and he just goes like this and he has a look on his face like, why am I doing this? (laughs) No, I love Hulk Hogan, but this I'm sitting here. I'm like. Brother. And he's, and what he's
2: what done doing? He's done
1: a lot of posing In his whole yeah. career And this is just This was the most awkward one What I think he's doing Is waiting Is trying to like Stall Stall for a second
0: or two Just so Jimmy can like <laughs> get, get, get his, his bearing. composure <laughs> So eventually but they, it's do, just, they do ugh. interview him And this is A screamy Hulk Hogan promo Like He but He goes from like Zero to a hundred Like instantly Like He's just, like, all calm, standing there, like, flexing, waiting for very interview to start. And then once Mean Gene puts the microphone in his face, he just, like, s- snaps into it and just starts going into Hogan mode. Right. And and it was
1: great. And then he's basically just saying, I'm going to take care of the faces of fear.
0: And, but then Jimmy Hart is, like, hype, man, to the he, max.
1: Jimmy Hart starts screaming,
0: <laughs> I will always stand
1: by Hulk Hogan, yeah. as he is pointing to every direction like crazy. Well, the, the reason that he's he's, you know, selling
2: that so hard is because in the Hulk Hogan, uh, like, in his little award exception... He goes into that, yeah. Like, Hulk Hogan basically just jacks him off from 20 feet away.
1: Oh, for yeah. sure. Like, oh, you and me! You and me, brother! That's what you want to do. Um, well, apparently, Jimmy, or Hogan, has Jimmy as his manager now because he, he showed Jimmy the light or something like that. Yeah, oh. we'll, get,
2: we'll get into that late, a bit later on, but... You know what I just remembered, I think, from an 83 Weeks episode? What? What's that? I'm pretty sure Jimmy Hart did the fucking WCW music. He did. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, that's totally true. I love you, Jimmy, but God. It's a yeah. kind of the
1: times. Uh, but, but then but then when, when WCW, because he did WCW music, I believe, the whole time. Some of those themes were bangers. Like yeah, they were. Like the NWO theme was great. But I mean, the, the ones that were bangers were just rip-offs of Nirvana. I was going to say,
0: some of them were actually uncomfortably close to other songs, yeah, too. They were the Nirvana GM, songs. Nirvana. So after that, I got to sit through an avalanche match. I'm sorry. I don't want to speak- Flash Il- earthquake. I don't want to speak Ill of the Dead. But I think I got like an anti-earthquake bias going on. I cannot stand to look at this guy. I think you not. I think you should look him up. I hate him.
2: I actually looked him up uh, while I was a half asleep during this match, and I mean, Joe's told us about him, but dude, he was like he could have been like one of the great the, the greatest sumo wrestler ever. And like, he, like
0: actually sumo? Yes. Really? Actually. and also I looked. Yes.
1: At, I saw a picture of him. Interesting. Um, a, a young earthquake? No, just oh. a picture of him in like actual clothes, and it. I think it's the outfits he was wearing that yes. made him look as disgusting as you think he did. I, I'm Rotund.
0: sure he was a nice guy and I'm what? sure his family and his friends loved him but well, I dude, cannot stand to look John at
1: him. John Tenta is so fondly remembered. Oh
0: yeah. yeah. By, every, uh, by Hogan, all those guys. They yeah. loved him. Um, I, I do not fondly remember this match
2: though. But it, it is Avalanche and Sting going at it.
0: And this is this
2: is when this is when I do have to say that uh, it got very late for me and I was pretty Getting intoxicated. Getting a little drowsy. And <laughs> so the rest holds made me want to rest too. Um, so my memory do- gets a foggy.
1: Uh, back to earthquake though yeah I, I will say like I do not enjoy his wrestling very much it, there, it to me there's nothing really there
2: yeah that's he how moved I around feel. good for it, how huge
1: he was though this match though
0: like they played to the, his strengths very well. Okay, let's get into it. Uh So, Sting, by the way, I wrote this down. Sting, at this point of the night, had by far the biggest pop of the night. Yes. The crowd is lit as Sting is coming out. Like, it's getting crazy in there. Like, they were waiting. You could tell they were sitting on their hands all night waiting for... I don't know where this energy was. The rest... Of- I mean, not that they had any reason to, like, be excited. But, man, once Sting came out, this place was just lit up. There were three guys they were there to see, and that was one of them. Yep. Uh, so, here we go. The match starts. Avalanche jumps around in the ring a little bit. Sting beats on his chest. Um... Uh, they're kind of doing a they do a little shoving match after that. Sting gets beaten up at the corner. Sting goes after Avalanche's legs, but he won't go down. There's a knee to Sting, a shoulder thrust in the corner uh, by Avalanche and then Sting keeps targeting the leg here some more, really trying to get him down. Tries for a slam, but can't do it. There's an elbow to Sting, a seated elbow for a near fall and then a leg drop. And then he puts Sting in the corner and backs his ass up into his chest a back little bit up. Uh, in the corner. And then Sting's back gets slammed against the turnbuckle. And Sting fights back a little bit. Avalanche goes outside to take a breather here. Then he gets back in. There's a headlock to Sting, uh, and then he goes back after the leg Sting does that is and gets close for his troubles. There's a power lamb power slam a power slam to Sting for a near fall. Sting gets tossed into the ropes at this point several times, uh, where he just gets thrown and he like bounces his body off the ropes. This happens three or four times and there's a big chop and then a bear hug and then Sting gets the sleeper locked on. Uh, Avalanche manages to fight out of it several times but he keeps working it, keeps working it. Eventually gets him down to one knee. Uh, Eventually after that gives up, goes back to the leg and then Sting tries for the power slam again, but it gets countered into a near fall. Uh, Essentially, Avalanche just falls on top of him. Uh, There's a power slam, and then Avalanche stomps around. Sting gets a clothesline, a drop kick, and then a stinger splash with the ref kind of trapped behind him. Like, the ref gets trapped behind Avalanche, and he's dead off that stinger splash. And then, as the ref is down, he manages to finally get the power slam onto Avalanche, slams him down. Don't say it, Kyle. And then... uh, (laughs) <laughs> uh, and then sinks the scorpion Deathlock in kevin Sullivan at this point who is uh, uh accompanied avalanche to the ring um gets involved uh there's an avalanche drop and then hogan runs out with a with a chair and then a second ref uh materializes out of thin air because i didn't see him right now and he was just there and then calls the match off uh so i guess it's a dq and sting wins it's kind of what they said yep um so yeah uh I didn't like this match. Nope. At all. I gave it 1.5 stars. I thought it was pretty dull, pretty boring. Um, I just love seeing young Sting. That's what kind of bumped it up a little bit for me. Man called Sting! He was fun. Uh, But other than that, this was just... Yeah, this was a match.
1: I gave it 1.75. I enjoyed Sting's work. I like how he was focusing, and he focused the whole match on trying to chop Earthquake down, or Avalanche down, um, with his kicks to the legs and stuff. Mm Mm-hmm. And I think Sting did his best to pull out a good match, and I just think there was no chemistry. I don't think Avalanche was really that great of a worker, because ooh, ooh, ooh. I don't know what that means. Go, is that a was that the ghost of, of
0: Avalanche <laughs> coming down? What was that? Stop it!
1: I'm not saying anything. Like
2: <laughs> I don't know. I just don't. I mean, I think there's just something we're missing because, like, all the wrestlers on the inside regarded him as a really good worker. So. There's got to be some sort of hidden gem matches. To be fair, this was late Please. in his career. This was late in his, in his yes. in-ring career. Yes. Not exactly Golga late, but but pretty close. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I, I would like... Oh, I gave it a star in three quarters. Or did you need to add anything else? No. My friend. Okay. I gave it a star in three quarters, and this will satisfy you to know, Zach, um, in 1990, he was PWI's most hated wrestler of the year. Oh, wow. So you were not alone. Um, he was also ranked number forty of the five hundred best single wrestlers of the year in nineteen ninety two. Oh, good for him! Um, and then in nineteen ninety eight, was the worst tag team with my boy Kurgan, and uh, worst gimmick as Golga in nineteen ninety eight, and worst <laughs> oh. feud of the year in nineteen ninety six. DWI, full pulling Rogers, no punches yeah.
1: with who? Big Bubba Rogers. Oh, okay, right. All right. That w- that was uh, I believe that was Big Boss Man, wasn't it?
0: No, it was Big Bubba Rogers. Uh, yep. Ray Trailer Junior. Oh yep. wow. Okay. Uh, so after that, guess who gets to win an award now? Jimmy Hart. Okay, and hold on, hold the on. The mouth
2: of
1: the South.
0: Before this, yeah. Um. Shivani says,
1: "Brain and Mean Gene get the Beavis and Butthead award." And <laughs> yeah. Heenan goes, "Well, as long as I'm
0: Beavis, <laughs> I mean, is it face, butt face." <laughs> He's like, uh, "No, Butt Head." So uh, Jimmy Hart cuts this like, I'm trying to think of how to describe it. It was almost like Hogan was like. Was like a like a prophet or like a savior to him because he was like, Hogan told me I was heading down a bad path and now I've been saying my prayers and eating my vitamins and I'll be with you forever. Yeah, actually, I guess it was Jimmy Hart that was jacking him off.
2: Not yeah, the other way yeah, right. yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Jimmy yeah. Hart was Jim just though.
0: putting him over. Uh, says he's gonna be by his side forever. He won best manager of the year at PWI, and that's that. And then uh, my favorite part of the show—I say that a few times—but was Heenan's reaction to this segment. He was turned around pretending to be sick and then shivani's like what are you doing And he's like i'm sorry but that just made me sick and i just i laughed really hard at that i, I think shivani then said would you stop it <laughs> yeah and then he's yeah that was when he put his feet up too wasn't it he's yeah. like, get your feet down <laughs> i just loved that shivani and heenan are gems i loved it um and then we get a video package hyping up hogan versus the butcher it goes through the whole story so so Butcher comes into WCW after leaving the company. Very famously, real life, he was very good friends with Hogan for a while. I don't know if they're really this style
1: now. Um, But Luke told me a story, I believe. Do it. Where Brutus broke his nose parasailing? Oh no, no, no! He he shattered his face. He shattered his face completely. And Hogan went and paid for everything. Oh wow! Not only did he pay for everything,
2: Hogan, uh, because HGH was not well known then. And HGH is what saved Brutus Beefcake's life and allowed his face really? to even. Because di- his face literally was obliterated. There was not, it was all dust. It was yeah, all and, bone dust. Wow. And
1: Hulk, Hulk Lick paid a
2: shit ton I didn't of money know about the so that I survive. knew about the accident,
0: but I didn't know about so him paying. Sur-
1: yeah, so that he could survive.
0: Oh, and, no. he,
2: and he bought uh, HGH from like a remote country, whenever wherever it was being made.
0: Wow. And it was a miracle drug. Wow. Yeah. Um. So what was, and I, I space this, what was, he wasn't known as the butcher when he first came into WCW. What was his gimmick? Uh,
1: uh brutus Brudy Brudy Man or Brudy? Is that Booty boy? Man? No, it was like no. Brudy Boy
0: or So yeah. Broodai? Something Broodai. yeah Something yeah. So it kind of just like goes through this feud and and man. There, there's a masked man
1: attacking Hogan. Yeah. And and then every time they talk to Hogan, Brother brudy is there. And yeah. then there's a second masked man. That shows up, and brood is with Hogan when that masked man shows but up. But then he disappears. Then he disappears, and then brood disappears, and then the masked man keeps coming. It's it's really a cartoon story it here. It sucks.
0: It's not good. Brood-Eye's the, mas- the masked man, if you're wondering.
1: Yeah, and so Brood-Eye ends up being the masked
0: man. because. <laughs> and then he changes the name to the Butcher because he's the Butcher of Friendship! Which I loved that line. Is uh, that what he said? Yeah. Yeah, that was what the commentary guy was saying. He's the Butcher of Friendships. Oh, and that's why yeah. he became the Butcher. Uh. But my favorite part of this whole video package was seeing uh was seeing Brutus try and be Hulk Hogan because he when they were like a, a tag team in WCW when he first came in, he was straight up saying brother and like he was Hulk Hogan. Like it was amazing. And after he, and he, was, was, so he bad, was he was terrible at he it. He was Damian Misdow. Ap-
1: after <laughs> yeah, this video package though, there's like a bunch of teenage guys, like bros, like party bros, and they have Hogan ridden across their ch- their bare chest. <laughs> and they're just screaming, and I'm like, guys. Oh, Hogan's Kyle! Owner. In
2: 1994, you would be one of those guys too. In stop
1: 1994, it. I was three, and my dad probably no, no, wouldn't no, no, let no. me take my shirt off for people. Yikes!
2: If you were if you were that age in '94, you would have been one of the
1: guys with Hogan painted. I would have had all the Hogan clothing, but I'm not going to go to a show and take my shirt off. Uh, That's what no, he has the don't tattoo don't for.
2: Stop
0: it! Don't, yeah.
1: <laughs> right on the left ass cheek. Uh,
0: so, should we get into this main event, guys? Yeah. So this is uh, the Butcher Accompanied by all th- the other members of the fa- All two of them All the other members of the Faces of Fear All of the other faces And Hulk Hogan But heels but... With uh, Jimmy Hart And so prior to the match starting Of course we get the uh, Michael Buffer introduction And he's like really uh, like It's very formal let's Like to he's the- like This match has been sanctioned by the blah 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 And the Nick Bockwinkle kind of like shows up And like off camera Ejects the Faces of Fear <laughs> And like you can kind of see him doing it But like they don't focus the camera on him It just like happens to be focused on Buffer But you can see Bockwinkle like Being like you get out of here I need to double check on this but
2: I'm pretty sure Michael Buffer was paid an obnoxious amount. It, was, it was a lot of money Oh I'm sure
0: um, Also fucking Nick Patrick's back Nick and this this there is some Tom foolery in this match that that is allowed uh this was like peak like I don't know what was going on we'll get into it uh so the faces of fear get ejected as I said right off the top uh so there's some strikes to Hogan to start the match by Butcher a shoulder block to the Butcher by Hogan they fight outside Hogan gets choked with the cable which is the first questionable thing that happens and just remember as I'm saying this Nick Patrick is there outside of the ring watching this happen just keep that in mind so then the Butcher uh grabs a goes for a chair shot and uh, Jimmy Hart steals it Jimmy Hart runs in like a vigilante jumps in the air and takes the chair right out of Butcher's hand so saves the day for the babyface. and then uh, Hogan gets his own chair at this point and like the good pure baby face he is beats the shit out of the butcher with this chair right in front of Nick Patrick he is watching this happen mm. and no- nothing no th- this is not a notice qualification match even even the commentators, like, you know, they could, disqual- could disqualify Hogan if he wanted to. Uh,
2: our Twitter followers, hashtag FNP.
0: Just just do it. Fuck Nick Patrick. Okay, we'll, we'll get that going. Thank we'll you. start a campaign. Thank you. Uh, so, yeah, so that happened. And basically, Hogan's just. Uh, d- advantageously cheating right in front of the referee but he's Hogan so he doesn't get disqualified uh there's a running knee to Hogan once they get back in the ring that I actually thought was pretty nice looking uh there's some strikes to Hogan and then a scoop slam Butcher refuses the pin attempt he's kind of getting cocky here Holt gets back up uh and then he bites Butcher like in the face uh so another right in front of the ref again uh there's a weak clothesline at that point bad looking clothesline to Butcher uh there's a corner splash Hogan uh gets up on the turnbuckle and gets some corner strikes onto the Butcher. The Butcher chokes Hogan at this point and then uh, this whole match he was like karate chopping him like he was chopping him but not like knife edge chop, like with the side of his hand Uh, and he hits him again there with the chops real hard and there's like a neck hold for a while. Hogan fights back uh, but Butcher says no puts a sleeper into Hulk he's fading fast gets the one Gets the two, can't get the three, but uh, Butcher thinks he did get the three, so he's celebrating. Uh, Hogan's playing possum at this point, and then uh, he goes back to get the pinfall, but Hogan gets up. He hulks up. uh, Stuff gets a little messy right here. There's a big boot uh, that you can't see on camera because the faces of fear come out to get involved. Hulk Hogan beats up Kevin Sullivan when he comes in. I don't think Avalanche really did anything, or did he get taken out too? He probably got taken out too. And then back in the ring, once they're taken care of, there's a leg drop, and Hogan wins the match. Um. So, I didn't think this was a terrible match. I didn't either. I, I thought this was okay, at best. The thing that brings it down a little bit for me was that this was supposed to be, this was supposed to be Gar- Gargano and uh, Ciampa. This was supposed to be a blood feud. This was supposed to be, this was supposed to be best friends turning their backs on each other. This was supposed to be dark and, and, and. You know, both men are supposed to do whatever they wanted to get there and get the glory and win the match and get revenge. Uh, I didn't get that at all out of this match. No, me neither. Not one time. This was a normal wrestling match where Hogan just was allowed to use a chair. Uh, There was no intensity to me, and this is my opinion, there was no intensity by either guy. Uh, There was no, like, uh, Hogan didn't seem overly, uh, like, uh rev- he wasn't out for revenge and butcher didn't seem overly well, demented to me. I think Hogan was out for revenge using the
1: chair and stuff like that. Yeah, I, but I, but uh, it just didn't seem like there was a lot sell, of enthusiasm. It, yeah. yeah,
0: it just felt it didn't it didn't feel like it could have uh and maybe that was just the build up to it was bad. I ended up giving the match uh 2.25. Uh again, it wasn't a terrible match. Uh it just didn't do a, a ton for me. I really would have liked to have seen it be more brutal i guess if i was gonna say anything nice. about it but it was 1994
1: nice. i uh i gave it a two um the crowd was hot the crowd loved hogan but there was just something this match wasn't horrible like you're saying but there was something missing there was yeah it never got out of first gear right and even there's never got into first gear there's neutral there's some, neutral the whole there's some <laughs> matches that never get out of first gear that are really really bad and this one wasn't really really bad it was just something was missing but I gave it two. I, I did enjoy it. I loved seeing Hogan hit his greatest hits. But I
2: watched it this morning half asleep, so I gave it a star and three quarters. That's fair. Um, but I will say, and I'll have to back away from the mic. But uh, this this before NWO Hulk Hogan theme in WCW. Oh my God! You ready? Hold on. Hold Here on. he goes. <laughs> He's American made. Oh, it was it was bow,
0: silky smooth. Bow, bow, and then, bow, but the bow, but the guitar the bow. guitar was like. Such a ripoff of Real American. Like the guitar riff was almost identical. And and and
2: and they played it twice. Like yeah. he, he came yeah. out to it and then Michael and then Michael Buffer introduced and him, and it. And they played again. it again and let it run for a while. And then
1: after the match the, the Faces of Fear start attacking. Or they, they face off with Hogan in his chair. And then here comes... The macho Man comes down, acts like he's going to be part of the Faces of Fear, and then the Mega Powers reunite. And they take the, out
0: the Faces of they Fear. They even called them the Mega Powers. Yeah, they yep. did. And, and then
1: they cleaned house. And then hands. they posed for
0: 15 minutes. And that's the end of the show. And the show goes off the air. You like, did not slap him that, in the face. Uh... So wow. overall, that was Starcade 1994. This was one of the most dull shows I've ever watched in my life. It was bad. It was bad. Yeah. Uh, overall, I give it a D plus. Really didn't do much for me. Um, it wasn't like a botch filled, uh, overbooked mess like something like New Blood Rising was. But it was the polar opposite of bad. It was just so dull, and it felt like. Like I said earlier, it felt like I was watching it at like zero point, it was like seventy five percent speed. Like right. it felt like everything was in molasses, like there was no chemistry, no intensity, nobody acted like they were into anything that was happening. It was just a chore. To watch. I gave the match or
1: the show a D plus. Mm-hmm. Um Best match was the first match, Vader and Duggan by far. Um Heenan saved the day for the show. Heenan he made it man. watchable. And then I enjoyed seeing Hogan and Savage reunite at the end. I thought that was a really cool moment. But I mean, as if as if anyone couldn't have said, like, what he's going to slap him in the face. Hey, 1994
0: audiences, though, maybe had a different. uh, Well, that's another
2: thing, too, is we're very we're very blessed. And current wrestling goes 100 miles an hour. Except for Raw lately. Am I
0: right? Dude, Raw's been so bad.
2: Yes. Yes. I've seen I've seen critics like saying these are the worst Raw's of all time. Oh, they're terrible. um, but, uh, like, we are very, very lucky to see wrestling the way it is now. And so that does make it seem like it's slower then. But this is just bad wrestling. Yeah. Uh, Bobby Bobby Heenan is just in his prime. Like, he is so amazing here. So watch it just for that. Way too much Nick Patrick. Drunk me really, really, <laughs> really. Hates Nick Patrick. Needed more Slick Johnson, in my opinion. All right. And, and I gave it a
1: D plus. Like you guys. Nice. Thanks, pal. So... The next week's show, I think we got a good one.
0: We're getting extreme next week. We are
1: getting this a real extreme. Is
0: extreme.
1: What we, we got next week? Kyle? Heat wave, nineteen ninety nine, and I will run through the card with you. Let's do it. We got Chris Chetty and Nova versus Danny Doring and Amish road with oh, Roadkill with Miss Congeniality. Amish Roadkill. All right. Hey, do you know Miss Congeniality is? Is that Francine? Nope. Who is it? Oh, uh, you guys really don't know? I don't know. No, 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 no. Oh God. Lita.
0: Oh. Oh, really? Yep. And then
1: we get some some. Uh, Man versus woman match. All right. Match is. It's on called intergender card. wrestling. And there you, you go. Wondering. Jazz versus Jason Knight. Oh.
2: Jazz.
1: We got right. Super Crazy versus Little Guido. That's oh, going to be good. Oh, all right. That's we got Spike Dudley and Balls Mahoney versus the Dudley Boys. Okay. Yep. We okay. got Francine versus Steve Carino. Oh. We got an ECW World Heavyweight title match, Taz versus Tajiri. That's going to oh. be good. That's going to be fucking good. And then good. our main event of the <coughs> evening Rob nice. Van Dam and Jerry Lynn versus versus maybe the most underrated tag team ever, maybe? The Ascension. No. The Impact, the Impact players, Lance Storm and Justin Credible. Wow. That's <coughs> going to be a stacked
0: card show. Yeah. This dude. was
1: uh, actually uh, requested by Jesse from the Quesadilla Factory. What up, Jesse? Does he listen? I don't know if he listens. He was just like, hey, I heard you guys got a podcast. We'll, you to, do this we'll show. get it to him. We'll get it to yeah, him. Yeah, we'll have to go talk to him. Hell yeah. So... We'll see you guys next week for ECW. Thanks for listening to this also, show. Thanks, Greg, for buying a shirt.
2: Yes, love you, Greg. Uh, if you want to see to just prep yourself for ECW and you just love blood and gore, uh, go find... Gosh, I can't remember the exact Bill date Bill Alfonso. Yeah, Bill Alfonso versus Beulah McGillicuddy. And uh, they had a grudge match. I can't remember what the background was, but Fonzie deserved to get his ass whipped. I think he was trying to jump ship or something. Oh, no, he was trying to get other guys to jump ship, I think. Um, and so Beulah kills this man and he almost passes out from losing so much blood so watch that and get ready for heat waves
0: all right well thank you guys for listening this week uh thanks for bearing with us this was a tough one to get through but i had a lot of fun uh and we love every single one of you guys who are listening support the podcast and we will see you next week Bye.